The holidays can be a tricky part of the year, especially if you're dealing with a toxic person, especially if you're dealing with a narcissist. So I want to talk today of how to survive the holidays with a narcissist in your life. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge coming up here soon. You can access that at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, some of my story, then go ahead and like and subscribe. Hit the notifications so you can get more info whenever we release videos every single day. Today, we're going to be talking about six things you need to know going into the holidays when we're dealing with a toxic person. I'm going to talk to you about three things that toxic people leverage and then three things that you can do to be safe going into this holiday season. Well, oftentimes when we're talking about holidays and you've been with a toxic person or you're still involved with a toxic person, like you know the holidays come with this big sense of dread. Big sense of fear of what is going to happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The past holidays have been really rough, have been really hard, have been difficult to be able to go through. And you wonder, like, is this actually normal? And unfortunately, a lot of times if you've been with a toxic person, it is normal for holidays to seem extra hard, to seem extra dangerous, to seem extra walking on eggshells because of all of the stuff that happens from the toxic person. Whether they attacked you, whether they made you feel bad, whether they degraded you in front of other people, whether they were dog whistling, whatever it might be, a lot of times that stuff ramps up in the middle of holiday events. Typically because the narcissist is looking at the event and being like, wait a second, this is about other people. It's not about me. And so I have to switch it around so that it's about me. That's the thought process a lot of times. And you see, oftentimes holidays with toxic people have really bad memories. Maybe it was something that they made it all about them. Maybe it was your birthday that they made it all about them. Maybe it was just the fact that they didn't show up for Christmas or for holidays that were really important to you, knowing that if they sabotage it, you're going to want to either contact them, go back, interact, whatever it might be. Sometimes it'll be really confusing of, you know, don't give me a gift and then upset when you don't give them a gift or forget to get you something or upset when you say something about it. There's all these different things that happen that really start to mess with your head and start to make you feel like you're the crazy one in the relationship because at least you should be grateful that they even showed up or that they're there for you, whatever they might throw at you to try to make you feel bad that they're actually doing what they're doing. 
Maybe you're at a place where you're broken up and you're separated. Well, you're going to have to watch out for the Holiday Hoover. It's a perfect time. The Holiday Hoover is a perfect time to try to come back in your life and make you back into their toxic relationship with you. You start to feel guilty. You start to feel alone. You start to go around and start to pain shop, wondering maybe if I interact with them, maybe if I go back, maybe if I look them up on social media, I'll feel better about myself. Well, a lot of times, narcissists leverage three different things when we're around the holidays. The first thing they leverage is your guilt. A lot of times a narcissist will make sure that you feel guilty that they're not involved in your life or that they're not at the same level of what's going on, depending if you're with friends and family or if you're together or if you're separated. Sometimes it might be like, hey, like it should be where I could interact with the kids more. Like, why can't I see the kids on the holiday? Well, that's not the agreement that we set. You know, there's all these different pieces, but they'll try to leverage your guilt about the kids, about they're all alone, about all these different things to try to make sure that you feel bad for them. A narcissist loves to play the victim card so that other people placate to their demands and go after them to try to make them feel better and try to pump them up when all they're doing is sitting over there being like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And that's the insecurity piece that picks up. This is why a lot of narcissists ruin holidays, birthdays, special events, stuff like that, because people aren't paying attention to them. One of the things, okay? First thing is they leverage your guilt. So be careful of that going into the holidays. The second thing is they leverage your good memories. A narcissist knows that you remember good times in the relationship. And oftentimes they're going to use those good times to try to draw you back and to try to make you back to a place of thinking that that relationship is normal, even though it's not. A lot of times the narcissist will use pictures, voice memos, like experiences, like text messages, all different things to be like, hey, remember this? Wasn't this a great time? And they pull out this one memory, this one snapshot that they know that you've talked about or that they know that you have said this was an amazing time or that you've posted to other people or things like that. And they'll say this to try to get you back or to try to mess with your head. And you're like, wait a second, that actually, that was a good memory. But you have to remember from the other side of toxicity, they're not using that one memory to get back with you in a positive way. They're using that one memory to leverage and make you think that there's good intentions there remembering something that also had a lot of other shit around it. A lot of times when we look back on abuse, when we look back on past relationships, people only want to remember the good times. Our minds are automatically programmed this way. Like we want to remember the good things and not the bad things. We want to just say, oh, this is good, and we minimize the bad. And that's the hard thing is like when there's a memory that's thrown at you of like, hey, here's a good memory, it tries to bring up all these good positive things and starts to hide and minimize all the things that were actually bad in the relationship. This, a lot of times, is part of the intermittent reinforcement of like the positive. You're like, oh, let me latch onto that. And we start to do a positive projection being like, oh, this positive piece for one second here is how they were for a whole day when in reality they weren't. But a lot of times they'll try to leverage your good memories to get back in your life to manipulate you even more. The third one is a lot of times narcissists will try to leverage your hope. Hope is a huge piece around the holidays. 
You're hoping for a miracle to happen. You're hoping for a positive change to happen in that toxic person's life. The problem is during that season of time, it's the best time to be able to walk into your life and say, hey, I'm all changed. Hey, I'm going to work on this. Hey, I'm going to recommit to this with no work shown. A lot of times you'll have a toxic person come back into your life and say, hey, I'm committed to this now. Okay, well, show me what you've actually been doing. Well, I haven't gotten to therapy yet. I haven't started to work on this. I haven't stopped my drinking. I haven't. And all of a sudden you start to realize like, wait a second, all we're doing is saying things we're going to do, but not showing any results of things that have actually happened. If you have someone that's coming into your life and saying all these things, but they haven't shown any results, haven't shown any change in their life, don't believe them. A narcissist will leverage your hope to try to trick you and try to come back into your life. And you'll start to hope for that change, for a good moment, that maybe this will be a benefit for the kids, having them back in our lives, whatever it might be. And you start to doubt yourself and doubt the experiences that you've already been through. Narcissists oftentimes will leverage your hope to trick you into being back with you without doing a single thing different. So they leverage your guilt, they leverage your good memories, and they leverage your hope. Now, as we switch over, I want to give you three things you can do to be safe. And the first kind of like general aspect is the idea of just hold your ground. Okay, number one, keep healthy boundaries. The holidays for a narcissist are no different in the aspect that they're still going to come into your life. They're still going to be toxic and they're still going to try to get with you, to mess you up, to interact, to show that they're more in control and power, whatever it might be. But the holidays when it comes to boundaries are no different. So many times people think, but it's a special time of year. Let me interact with them. It's a special time of year. The kids need to see them. And all it does is bring in toxicity. You need to remember going into the holidays, you have to keep healthy boundaries just like normal. Pretend it's a normal day because that is the only way that you will get through making sure that you stay strong on your boundaries. A lot of times what happens is people will slowly slide on their boundaries in the holidays. Then coming out of the holidays, that's the new norm. So be careful of that. The second one is don't engage in communication. Maybe you're still with the narcissist and you're having to practice the Biff method. You're having to practice gray rocking. Maybe you're away from the narcissist and you're in no contact. You got to keep that up. Whatever you're doing, you got to keep that up. Don't make it, don't go back on what you've already set. Because in a narcissist's mind, as soon as you set the standard here and then you go back, they're like, well, that standard didn't matter. So then this standard doesn't matter. So then I can do whatever I want. It shows the narcissist a lot of times that you are weak in what you are setting out there because you're not following through. Granted, they're trying to manipulate and control you to make that boundary fall, but then as soon as it falls, the respect falls, not that they had me anyways, but the respect idea falls of like, wait a second, now I can do whatever I want. Okay, so please be careful about that. Number three, know that toxic is still toxic, even with a bow on top. When you get into the Christmas aspect and the holiday season, you get to a place where people think it wasn't that bad. And a lot of times it's going off of that hope, those good memories, that guilt, a lot of those things that are leveraged. But you need to remember how it was is how it will be because there hasn't been honesty, vulnerability, and consistent change. And until you see that over a long, consistent period of time, that's the best present you can get instead of having someone just walk back into your life saying, I magically changed and everything's better. So be careful about that. The leverage your guilt, the leverage your good memories, the leverage your hope, 
Keep healthy boundaries, don't engage in communication, and know that toxic is still toxic even if there's a bow on top. Last but not least, it's time for you to break free from that toxicity. Maybe you're stuck in the relationship, maybe you're out of the relationship, but you're still stuck mentally, emotionally. You're not sure how to be able to get a free. I want to invite you as I guide you through the 45-day Clarity Challenge to help you take back your power to help you find yourself again as the narcissist has stripped that away the toxic person has beat you down to help you find yourself again to take back your power and to be able to go through a step-by-step process to heal grow and change when the narcissist and the toxic person doesn't think that you can and oftentimes said that you couldn't do these things on your own take back your power find yourself as we step into a new year let's discover the new you 